Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Magical Realness, a Blythe Mitral's podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a life mastery and wardrobe coach whose main MO is to guide individuals into the transformation of their dreams. I'm silly, spiritual, and uber passionate about living a life in true alignment and fulfillment. I believe deeply that magic is real, potent, and rooted in choice. See, magic is all around us. All you have to do is choose to see it. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps, books, and conversations that help you live a magical lifestyle in which serves you. Just as I was starting this, hello, hello, uh, I was listening to One Sweet Day. It was on a shuffle of my liked songs. And so I'm just saying, I sang a few notes. I paused it in the middle. I feel geared to go. It's a long song. I couldn't wait anymore. And just in case you're wondering, in case you are listening to this back to back. I did have that grilled cheese sandwich with tomato soup. It was, mm, it was so good. It was so good. I almost thought about putting a tomato because I always like to try, if I'm going to have something like a grilled cheese sandwich, I, I don't like having just the cheese and the bread, right? I like to really think about how is my body going to take this in. Now I did use butter. I did think about doing coconut oil but I thought, mm, well, I'll just, I'll just go all the way. I'll just go all the way and I'll do it. And I put spinach in between. Um, but I thought about doing a tomato and then I was like, bitch, you're going to be dipping that in tomato soup. Why, <laughs> why would you do double tomato? I mean, it was probably fine, but anywho. So yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was super good. It was a uh, super good. So if you feel a difference in the energy, um, that's because this is the second half of the day when I get more Gabby, I get more social. As we continue through in this journey of this podcast together, you're going to see some different sides of me. Sometimes I'm going to be cool. Sometimes I'm going to be like animated like this. Sometimes you're going to hear me hiccup and you might even hear me burp. And that is because I have SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. So there's a lot of stuff going on in my body. And what happens is it overproduces gas, methane gas, through the digestion process. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, If you're interested in learning more about that, I talk about it a lot in Spiritual Bitches of Seattle, which I really don't like listening to. Not because I have a problem with my SIBO. I'm totally open. I mean, I just told you about it, but I'm super open about it. I just think that I talk about it a lot. Um, And that's another thing you're going to learn about me is I'm super upfront. I'm very transparent about my feelings and the way that I show up or just feelings in general. We might even get into it at one point about my opinions about coaching culture which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, would make a really great season. How do you know what coach is great for you? And also the dumb shit that coaches do. Ah, I got to write that down. Anyways, we're not doing that. We're doing a masterclass. And in this masterclass, I just thought I'd add a little bit more personality because that's where I am today. In this masterclass, we're going to go over revamping your wardrobe. Yes, this is probably one of my most requested topics to go over, not just necessarily in a podcasting space, but in a all-together space. So I'm really happy to be delivering this for you and sharing with you those. I have seven tips. I told you. (laughs) Seven tips on (laughs) how to revamp your wardrobe. And like I said, I'm just, I'm super pumped for this masterclass. We are going to be here for a minute, just like the last one. So I say, buckle up, my friend. You could break this up between each bit, but I know I do better when I see the whole picture, right? It's up to you. This is a podcast episode, so you do have some flexibility that I cannot dictate. (laughs) I will not dictate. I just think this one is not going to be as long and I'm going to be much more in flow 
with this masterclass compared to the previous masterclass, okay? So my friend, let me go ahead and welcome you to revamp your wardrobe. Yes, that means we're getting serious. <laughs> we're going from social gap time to revamp your wardrobe time. And so I'm going to share with you my top seven tips on how to start on that journey of revamping your wardrobe. Trust me, I'm going to share with you some things that you did not expect. So keep your ears perked. When we try upgrading the clothes that are in our closets, we usually start with some pretty advanced steps. We're skipping the work and jumping to the results. But first, you've got to know what's in your closet, what you need, and who you're dressing for, right? And I will clarify that last part, who you're dressing for, in a little bit. But that is a huge key and a big mishap, right, for the way that we kind of go in these advanced steps. And that's what we're going to focus on here today. I've got a lot laid out here, so I just want to kind of get you to it, right? We don't want to make this as long as the previous one. Before I begin this journey for today, yeah, uh, I want to differentiate two synonyms that I use very differently, okay? Wardrobe and closet. Today, we'll be speaking more within the closet side of things than actually the wardrobe, but as you continue to look up resources and tips from me, I mean, you're listening to this podcast. I'm like, we, we got to clarify this. <laughs> I want you to know the specific element that I'm referring to, right? So, and don't worry, my friend, this is going to be super simple. So, wardrobe. When I say wardrobe, I am referring to the clothes that you actively, frequently, or regularly wear, okay? Anything lost and forgotten and not paid any attention to in my world, in the way that I work with my clients, is simply a garment hanging within your closet. But I do not consider it a part of your wardrobe. Remember, it's items that are actively and regularly worn. That includes pieces that are worn once a year for the holiday or a party, you know, anything like that, because that's an active choice to wear it a specific occasion or event that may or may not happen regularly. Yeah. What makes it regular is the go-to element, right? It's your go-to for a specific occasion or event. Now, when going through your wardrobe, if there is a piece that you keep forgetting about, it's not active and I wouldn't consider it a part of your wardrobe. I would just consider it a garment in your closet. I digress a little bit, but I think that's important to clarify, especially when we get into those seven tips that I'm going to give you today. Closet. The space in which your clothes live, okay, that's your closet. Unlike wardrobe, yeah, there's not much more to it. That's it. It can be an encased area on one side of the room. It can be a clothes rack. It can be a bookshelf or a dresser or even a combination of these, right? And actually, most people have a combination of these. Wherever your clothes live, in my eyes, is where your closet lives. Simple as that, okay? And just real quick, I use the terms clothes, garments, pieces, items, all of them, I use them interchangeably. To me, there really is no difference, at least in the way that I use them. Though I am more likely to use garment when referring to nicer pieces um, or like specialty pieces. That could even be costumes. But other than that, they all mean the same thing in my world. So let's get to it. Let's do the seven tips on how to help you revamp your wardrobe. Yeah. Number one, acknowledge. I want you to know the clothes that are in your closet and I want you to visit the items you've left behind. Okay, so that is the first tip is acknowledge the clothes that are within your closet. Okay, and then I, you want to visit the ones that you left behind. I will get into this. If you want to revamp your wardrobe, the first thing is not to go shopping. <laughs> Don't go shopping. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't go shopping. One more time. Don't go shopping. Okay. I know that's what you think it is to do, right? But it's, 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 it's so not. And let me get into it. So my clients make this mistake before working with me all the time. I see it time and time again. And honestly, I used to do the same thing. 
I was guilty of it too, you know, and I get that impulse sometimes. Sometimes I want to do it too, but, but I have to like tap in and I remember, oh, that's not what we do because of what I'm about to explain. But it, it makes total sense why you would think that you would need to do that to ramp up your wardrobe right? You just want to go out, go shopping and upgrade it. And when I said earlier about doing some advanced steps, that's really what I mean. That's more towards, if we look at this within four stages, that's really like the third stage, maybe even getting into the fourth stage of things, okay? Which takes a little bit before we can get there if we want to revamp our wardrobe. Now, if we want to find a replacement item, that's different. That's not revamping your wardrobe. That's upgrading your wardrobe. We are updating a garment. We are not upgrading the wardrobe, okay? The wardrobe is the collection of clothes that you actively wear, right? So really what this does is it adds more fuel to the fire. And the reason is, is because you don't understand or you don't have a clear concept on why it is that you want to revamp your wardrobe. You probably just know that you feel unsatisfied with your wardrobe. You feel unsatisfied with the clothes that you're wearing right now. And you want to feel more put together. Or maybe you want to feel more casual. Maybe you want to feel more flattering. There are different things that you want to experience within your clothes space and the way that you present yourself. And we want to get to the root of why you want to do that and what specifically you're wanting to upgrade. So if you say, I want to get more comfy clothes and then you're like, okay, well then I need to go get lounge pants. And then you buy all these lounge pants and then they're all in your closet, but you only lounge 30% of the time. You have an overabundance. You have too many lounge pants in my opinion, right? For me, Another big concept, not part of the top seven, just like a basics of Brittany Marie, a smaller closet is a freeing closet, okay? So anyways, yes, so you're just adding more fuel to the fire. And then when you have all those lounge clothes and that's where like the majority of your selection is, then it's not going to feel very good because that's really not what you were getting to. You want more comfortable clothes. You don't want clothes that you necessarily can only wear at home or that it feels like you can only wear at home. Now, of course, I'm I'm revealing one perspective, right? There are so many different styles out there. As I go through this and I give, you know, these examples, just know that I'm looking at it through a specific lens. I'm not saying that you can't wear lounge clothes outside. Girl, I do it all the time. But, you know, I'm going to wear it to select places, right? I'm not going to wear lounge clothes on a date, <laughs> I don't care that I live with my man and, you know, I see him like multiple times a day and I take breaks throughout my day to, you know, have little moments with him. It's not what that's about. It's about being in that space, dressing up, feeling good, being a part of the experience. And to me, wearing lounge pants is not a part of the experience. So we really want to think about what it is that we want. Now that in itself is a really big question. So it's not going to stop here. That's why I'm giving you seven tips. I could just leave it there, you know, figure out what you really want in your closet. But you know, um, that's kind of (laughs) hard. That's why you hire people like me. I am not the only wardrobe coach in the world. You don't have to hire me and you can do it on your own. It's just more so it's, it is a bit of a struggle and you will need to put in some work. Whether that's journaling, you know, aligning, working, doing meditations, visualizations, workbooks. You know, I'm a big fan of workbooks, big, big fan. Also going to have a workbook with this masterclass, BT Dub. But I digress. The point is, is that it's adding more fuel to the fire because you're not sure and you don't know what it is that you want in revamping your wardrobe. You may understand a few pieces, but the aesthetic, the style, all of the elements, your colors, your schemes, it all comes into play. I promise. If you do focus and you go on this journey, you're going to feel so bad ass. It's going to be, you're not even going to have to think about your wardrobe anymore unless you want to, which is really cool. So anyways, the thing is, if you're here listening to this podcast, then I feel pretty sure that you don't know what it is that you want. That's why I'm speaking in that way. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, to really get to that point, 
I'm thinking that's probably why you're here, right? And you got here because I'm sure um, it happens to everyone, even happens to me. It's happening to me right now. So I'm revamping my wardrobe. Ooh. But I have forgotten about pieces and I bet you have too. You know, you go through, you, you know, you go from one item to one item that are hanging up in your closet and then you see, oh, that shirt. I forgot about that shirt. I never wear that anymore. And then you just keep it moving. You just keep it moving and then you forgot about it again. You know, so the thing is, is that those forgotten pieces, they do need attention. Okay, they need attention. And that means that you've lost touch with your wardrobe. Hey, remember when I just said that I'm revamping my wardrobe too? Yes, I'm a wardrobe coach and I lost touch of my wardrobe. Reason being is because we're in a pandemic flow. Do, 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 do. So a lot of shit's coming up, right? Also, my body's moving. My body's, you know, kind of evolving into different areas. It happens. So I've got to realign and got to figure out, you know, what really flatters me and what makes me feel good and what I feel compelled to wear now that I'm only at home. So the thing is, is for you to be able to upgrade your wardrobe, you've really got to get to know your wardrobe, right? And that's the whole point of this first and that's the whole point of this first tip, okay? We've got to get to know your wardrobe. Okay. And you know, how you get to know your wardrobe is, can you, do you know how many jeans you have? Or do you have to think about it? Do you know how many slacks you have? Or do you have to think about it? Do you know pieces of underwear you have? Do you know how many blouses you have that you can wear down or wear up? You know, what kind of jewelry do you wear a lot? Is there jewelry that you've forgotten about? Is there shoes, socks? Is there anything within your closet that's kind of being tucked away and that you're not paying any attention to? I would go back and look look at that more closely. I would look at them more closely and I would figure out, are these actually clothes that I want? Does it make sense for me to have them? Would it make more sense for me to have a different closet system, like a seasonal closet system? You know, you can have things out for spring and summer and then have things, you know, fall and winter. Some people do that because it doesn't make sense for them to have all the clothes out at one time. It depends on how you apply your clothes. For me, I wear a lot of my clothes all year round. I like to choose pieces that I can layer and use multiple times throughout the year. But it depends on your buying style and if you buy seasonally, right? You know, so how do you set out your wardrobe? What are your impulses? And what are those pieces that are really your staple pieces? And what are your secondary pieces? And then what I would consider your extra pieces, you know, your accessory pieces, your special moment pieces. Yes, (laughs) there are lots of different types of pieces. So if you've forgotten an item, really think about is it because you only wear it once a year? Or is it because you just don't wear it at all or because it doesn't fit your body anymore and it makes you feel bad? Okay, so get to know your wardrobe. Get to know the items that are in your wardrobe and that are in your closet, okay? So now we're going to get to the activity. The activity for this first tip, I'm going to have you sit with a journal and I want you to journal next to your closet. I want you to be really close to your closet. Now remember, I have a workbook that's available. You can download that on the website and go ahead and snatch that up and use that as your place to journal. I will have a space for that. But right, so I'm going to have you sit in front of your closet and I want you to write down the thoughts that have come to your mind. I am always inspired for new specific pieces when I just look and see what it is that I have, right? I get inspired by things I want to upgrade, things I want to add, things I want to things I want to embellish, update. Maybe I want to go to my sewing machine and, you know, patch up a few things. I always become inspired. I mean, first off, I love clothes. <laughs> but it's it, sitting down and journaling about it, journaling about what you want is going to give you some really clear ideas, okay? Second tip, if you feel like you have nothing to wear, then stop shopping. I know I already said stop shopping, <laughs> But seriously, and this and this element, if you feel like you have nothing to wear, stop shopping. Don't do it anymore. You're buying clothes that don't actually fit you, not necessarily just in size, but also personality and expression and use. You're probably lost in comparison and you want to look like someone else and you're not appreciating your body. 
that could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. That could not be the case. But that is the one that I see that's most far popular or most common, I should say, is that you're wanting to look like someone else. And so you acquire certain clothes so you can do that. Maybe you have poor self-confidence and you feel bad about the way your body looks in certain clothes. And so you don't want to wear them anymore because you don't want people to look at you the way that you see you, which is, oh my gosh, that's why I like being a wardrobe coach so I can help people through that spot. It's really tough. I've been there multiple times. I know how much that hurts. I'm with you. I'm here with you. <laughs> you are You are not alone. If that is the way that you feel about that item, then I don't think that that item is meant to be in your closet. That's my personal opinion, not knowing the situation, not knowing what's going on. But also, you know, when, when you feel like you have nothing to wear, it could also be that you just don't know how to put your clothes together. You don't know how to put items together. You may think you know how to put items together, but again, you could be doing that based off of comparison, based off of what you've watched someone else do. Maybe your mother or your father or someone, you know, else that you used to watch style. And so you feel like they're supposed to go in that certain way because you saw some confidence in someone else. And so you want to apply that for yourself. You know, it, honestly, it's really just that simple is if you feel like you have nothing to wear, then you've got to stop shopping. Again, it's adding fuel to the fire. It's going to be even more work to go through as you continue on. Okay. So the activity that I want for you to do is I want you to get really specific about what it is that make you feel like you have nothing to wear. So I have a quiz for you in the workbook that will help you determine just that, okay? So you're going to go through it. You're going to say, I feel this strongly. I don't feel this strongly. And then I'll tell you what it is that you, the source of why you feel like you don't have any clothes in your closet that you could wear, you know? And if you aren't able to snag that workbook on my website, then honestly, just journal about it. You could, you could really break it down with all of these tips and you could just journal about every single one. The reason why I want you to do this and I want you to dive into the space is because I don't want you, if you will, to fight a battle without knowing who the enemy is, right? Right. So also second part of this activity is stop shopping. <laughs> I know I've said it so many times in this masterclass so far. I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm just really trying to like nail it in, stop shopping. It's, it's, it's so fun to shop, you know, like I get it. So don't shop right now and just wait until you know what it is that you need. That's the thing. We don't know what you need yet. So that way you can feel like you have, that you feel like you have things to wear. Okay. I didn't really get into this because I have that quiz for you in the workbook. So just go look at that. It'll help you align with what those reasons are. And maybe you go through the quiz and you're like, mm, that's not it. Then that could be your intuition. It could either be you in self-denial or it could be your intuition coming in and saying, hey, I see where she was going there, but actually it's not, it's not answer B, it's answer A. And that's crazy valuable. So thank you, intuition. Tip number three, take a gander through your underwear drawer. Yes, yes, yes. It's not a great name for a tip, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but what do I mean here? Our underwear is a pivotal part of our wardrobe. Sometimes, going back to, to tip number two, feel like you have nothing to wear. You may feel like you have nothing to wear because your underwear doesn't fit right. And so your body is not being presented in the way that you see it or the way that you want it to be seen. If you have poorly fitting underwear, then your clothes are going to fit poorly too. Okay, the clothes that you put on top. So, um, you know, just a couple facts. A bra is only going to last about eight months to a year. And if you're wearing it any longer than that, you shouldn't. <laughs> you know, or you're really lucky that it's lasted that long. But if, you know, your straps are starting to roll down, if they're not staying up, if, you know, you're, you have some boob that's coming out of the sides, you know, or something like something with your back fat, like rolled up and significantly shown, that bra doesn't fit you right. That bra no longer, is no longer active. It's, it's out of service. So we're just pushing it to the limit. If you have any underwear that has holes in it, okay, 
you got to get rid of them. <laughs> they don't fit you well. They're being very much tested. And honestly, it's not just a fit thing. It's really not. It's also like a, it's a psychological thing. When I put on underwear and a bra set, I like to have them match whatever clothes I decided to wear. So I always pick up the clothes I wear first and then I put on the underwear. I like to be coordinated as fuck, which is why I have a lot of black and nude pieces. Not because nude is really easy to wear, but because I wear a lot of white. So I like to be coordinated or I like to be intentional about when I have a pop of color. I have a pink bra and a blue bra and I like to have a little pop of color sometimes um, underneath what I'm wearing. So again, we just really want to be intentional about it because it'll really boost up your confidence. If you feel totally you know, put together, then it's not just a psychological thing, it's your body too. Remember when we talked about your trifecta? Your body and your trifecta is really going to feel the way that you've coordinated. It's going to feel loved and it's going to feel nurtured just by doing small things like coordinating your underwear with your outfit. That may not be a big ticket for you, but for me, that's a way that my body, it's a way for me to communicate to my body that I love you body. But yeah, going back to the holes thing, if they have holes in them, they've been worn through and it's time to get new ones. Socks, bras, underwear, slips, if you don't wear slips, I really recommend them. They're great. They're absolutely fabulous. And also with shapewear, shapewear is great. I love shapewear. You know, not only does it kind of help keep everything in, it's not about keeping everything in necessarily, it's a tool. That's also the thing here, okay? Underwear is a tool. That's the reason why it's so significant whenever you pair it with your clothes. Pairing the right underwear for the right dress. Shapewear is definitely something to look into. Now, the thing is, the cheaper the shapewear is, the lower in quality it is. That's kind of a given, but when we're talking about our bodies, it's really important that we go on with a, a respectful investment. And what I mean by respectful is we love our bodies. We want to take care of our bodies. If we get a really cheap piece of shapewear, then it may suck in our body in all the wrong spaces and it may hurt our body. If we get shapewear that's a little bit higher in quality and yes, costs a bit more, then we're able to have shapewear that doesn't necessarily move around our organs inside of our body. Yikes, I know. <laughs> but we're having something that kind of really holds us in but also gives us the the movement and the freedom to breathe and do essential things when we go out and about. Shapewear has really come a long way in the last, really the last 30 years. It's absolutely fabulous and and you feel like you just want to tuck in a little bit more in, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. It's fabulous and it can be sexy. That's right. You can wear shapewear to bed and it can be sexy. It can be really fun. It just depends on the situation. So this is my activity for this tip. Throw out any pieces that have holes, that don't support your body, or that aren't your size. Ooh, we didn't really talk about that one. But yes, if it's not your size, get rid of it. It's replaceable. <laughs> your underwear is meant to be replaced. And I encourage you to upgrade your underwear before doing anything else. Because again, it can adjust the way that you fit into pieces. And certain underwear is going to look better with certain pieces. So getting to know what underwear looks best, um, really trying things on and really playing around is going to be super key here. And having your underwear really collaborate and even co-create we can even paint it that way with the rest of your clothes in your in your closet tip number four never compromise conform or settle this is probably my golden rule when it comes to wardrobe coaching i'm so big on never compromising conforming or settling so what do i mean by this when i'm referring to never compromise conform or settle I'm referring to the traps of comparison culture and the way that dives in. In case you forgot or just don't know what it is, comparison culture is the mindset, it's the perspective of viewing your worth through comparison of how well you measure up to someone else and those around you. So when we compromise in our closet, we're compromising with we really wanted item A, but we're settling for item B. 
So maybe we wanted a wrap skirt, but we couldn't find a wrap skirt. So instead of we got an A-line skirt. Those fit totally differently. And so we're compromising. We think they're kind of similar. Maybe they're the same color that we wanted. So we're compromising with that. That is not what we set out for, and it's not going to make us happy. We may we may feel good about it for about maybe a month or so, but eventually we're going to think, man, it was the wrap skirt that I wanted. It wasn't the A-line skirt. So don't compromise because you will regret it. I promise you at some point you're going to regret it and you're just going to go out looking for that wrap skirt again. It's important to stay with your goals, to stay where you want to be because there's a specific aesthetic, there's a specific application. You're pairing your new items with your old items. Do they really go together? Do you already have a lot of A-line skirts? You know, So really think about how this is going to work in your closet. So don't compromise. Go for what you wanted. You can find it. I promise. There are so many pieces out there. It may not, you may not be able to find it immediately, but that doesn't mean that that's wrong, that you weren't supposed to have it. Just give it a little bit more time and you're going to feel so good. Okay, when I say conform, when we conform, that means that we're dressing like other. we have seen other people dress. We are trying to blend in. We're trying to express the style that's really trendy right now. I, I find trends to be so in the conforming space. You know, we may like it because someone else presented it with such confidence and we're like yeah that's the new thing and then everyone else wears it and you're like it's stylish but does it actually work for me or am I going to get tired of it after a few months Um, so don't conform it's not about what everyone else is expressing it's about what you want to express and you don't want I promise you don't want to express that you fit in with everyone else That may be the thing to go when you're younger, but when you become your own person, you want to be seen for the person that you are. We want to let that shine. So don't conform in your clothes. It's not worth it. And when I say settle, I don't ever want you to settle because you are worthy of everything that you desire in your life. Absolutely. You are worthy of it all. And when you settle... Okay, when you settle for subpar, when you settle for jeans, right? Okay, so you're you're going out and you're shopping for jeans. Oh my god, shopping for jeans sucks. It sucks, sucks, sucks. Okay, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter if you're a size zero or not. Shopping for jeans is really tricky, and it's because of the fabric and the way that it gets cut and styled, so on and so forth. I could go on about that, but you know, so you're going jean shopping, and you really like that they're a wide-legged pant, okay? You've been wanting to get on the wide-legged pant. So the problem is, is that it's too short. You have long legs and a short torso. So they don't have a size tall, though. You only can get the regular. They have been exactly what you've been looking for, but they are too short. And also, they don't fit you quite right in the waist area, and they give you a little bit of a pooch. So then you think, well, I really want these jeans. I really want this style. How can I make it work? I can wear a lot of blouses that cover my middle section and then no one will ever know. Bitch, you're going to know. You are going to know. You settled for something that's subpar. You settled for something that doesn't fit you. You settled for something that isn't what you truly wanted. Now, compromising, conforming, and settling, they're all really related, but I think it's important to differentiate because, you know, if not, if we don't create those boundaries, if we don't say that we're worthy of never compromising, conforming, or settling, you know, we can go into a slippery slope, right? So what we're doing is we're just, we're we're establishing boundaries. Wait until you get what you want. Wait until you find it. And if you can't find it, hire a seamstress. Seamstresses are wonderful. And let me tell you, If you hire a seamstress, not only is it going to fit you better and that means that you can wear it, you know, if you're bloated or not bloated, if you lose five pounds, if you gain five pounds, yeah, that's a thing. It's really cool. It was made for your body, okay? I'm not saying it's a magical garment, but I'm just saying if you lose it a little bit or you gain a little bit, you're going to have more flexibility, okay? And it's also going to last longer because seamstresses understand how clothes are made 
And not to say that the seamstresses who made the clothes in the shop don't know how they're made, they obviously do. But a seamstress is really going to understand the way that it fits your body and that it's just, it's, it's invaluable. So maybe even try that. Now, this is the activity for this tip, okay? I have in the workbook, I have three, I have a sheet with three boxes where you're gonna list three things and that you've compromised, conformed, and settled in within your closet. I want you to find three specific things for each one of them that you're not gonna do anymore, okay? We're gonna create boundaries and we're not gonna go there again. Tip number five, understand and remember that clothes will not give you a new identity. They are an expression, a need, and a tool. Often we go out, we, we feel bad about ourselves, and then we go buy a new outfit because we think that's going to boost our confidence. It's going to change the way that people see us, okay? The thing is with clothes is that it'll change the way that they see us for a few minutes. It won't change the way that they see us as a person, okay? It's, it's really not going to revolutionize things for us. What we want to do is we want to wear clothes that really bring out our personality and help showcase what we're going for, what we're doing in our life, and the value that we have, okay? When we try to highlight someone else's value, when we try to highlight someone else's style and their expression, we're not aligned and we're faking it. We're faking it with people and they're going to know that and they're going to be turned off, okay? So the thing to do is is to find who you are. To revamp your wardrobe, that's a really big task, but just understand who you are, okay? Um, you know, understand what it is that you do, what it is that you enjoy. Are you a jokey person? Then maybe it makes sense for you to have graphic tees. Do you like music? Great, then it makes sense for you to have graphic band t-shirts. I don't know if I'm in a graphic t-shirt space. But what if you don't like music? Like, okay, for instance, what if you have a green out boy? Green out boy? Green day? Fallout boy? Doesn't matter. If you, Maybe you have one of their shirts, okay? And you don't like that band. You never like their band. You think they're whiny. You think they're stupid. But you're like, this shirt works. People are going to ask you about that green day. They're going to ask you about that fallout boy. So, and then if they ask you like, hey, did you go to that concert or what's your favorite single or do you like that one song and you go, oh, I don't actually like Green Day. That's going to be a little off-putting, isn't it? I mean, there is an element of like, fuck what they think, but this is more so about you. If you keep looking in the mirror and you, and you see Green Day on your, on your chest and you don't like Green Day, well, that's not going to make you feel connected to yourself. Again, clothes are an expression, a need, and a tool. A need in that we need to be covered, a tool in that the way that we're able to communicate things to other people or carry or a tool in the way that we're able to protect ourselves and even carry items, right? And then an expression, the way that we express our personality, our values, our ambitions, everything. Um, so figure out who you are and aware what you are, okay? It's gonna make you feel so good about yourself. It's gonna make you feel aligned. It's gonna make you look in the mirror and be like, yes, bitch, and we all want those moments. So the activity for that tip is, I want you to journal about why you wanna revamp your wardrobe, okay? I want you to ask yourself, why do you want new pieces, and what is it that you want to express? Okay, simple as that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I'm keeping it really simple there because knowing who you are and your identity is a really, it's a significant process, right? It's a significant journey and it's not going to be that simple. You're not going to be able to journal about it in one instance and know it for sure, but connecting to your why, why you want to revamp and what it is specifically that you're wanting to express will help you revamp that wardrobe and maybe it'll take a few years for you to get that perfect wardrobe, but then you don't like, it's amazing. It's fun to be able to spend years on it. That's that's a fun project. It's not wasteful. It's fun, right? So dive into that fun and just dive into what you want to try out with, what you want to play with, and what these new pieces are going to express. So just start there. Tip number six, don't keep anything in your closet that doesn't fit. 
if it is worthwhile and you want to keep it, I hear you just put it in a hope chest. Okay. Okay. So I just want to say that if you're thinking about trying on your clothes, you're thinking about, oh, why don't I just try on clothes right now? And then you look in the mirror and you're like, damn, I'm bloated. Not a good time. I want to scratch the record and correct you. If you're bloated and you need to try on your clothes to see if they fit, now is the perfect time to try on your clothes. Okay? Why? Because if you still look good while you're bloated, then no matter what, you're going to look great. And then you don't have to wait for your body to like digest or do whatever it's going to do (laughs) to be able to wear them, which is fabulous. You get to wear them more often, okay? So really think about when you're trying on your clothes to see if they fit, what times there are. I am, when I go shopping, I do try to be careful about when specifically this is and where my flow is at, but I do like trying on clothes when I'm on my period because I am bloated, you know, so I'm a little, I've got a little bit more going on right now. And if I'm going to look good while I'm bloated, then I can wear it all the time, no matter what. So that is a really great place to start with your clothes. If you don't try on while you've, you know, eaten a lot of food or you're bloated or, you know, whatever, or maybe you just have some water weight right now, which I'm kind of just saying all the same thing, <laughs> you know, so, so maybe you're a little bit flatter, but then you wear them and as we eat food, you know, our tummy kind of expands a little bit as it starts to digest, which is why sleeping is so great, right? Well, one of the, one of the reasons why sleeping is so great. But when we wake up in the morning, we're always going to be a little bit flatter than where we're going to be at night before we go to bed, okay? So if it's really tight in the morning and then as you go throughout the day, it's only going to continue to get tighter and you're going to be uncomfortable and I bet you might even start to feel self-conscious. I bet I bet most of you would start to feel self-conscious, okay? I've been there. My clients have been there. I, I hear you, right? So... Just don't keep anything in your closet that doesn't fit. If it is too big and it's not like a baggy chic look, you know, if it's just too big to wear, um, consider taking it in. You know, you can take it to a tailor. Um, If you know how to sew, you can do it yourself. But, you know, really, it's really important to wear clothes that fit well. You know, unless you have like a magic belt that can just make that, you know, really come together. I'm thinking of like a dress. It's really not worth it. And I would just get rid of them. Right. And then with clothes that are too small, I mean, what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? Keeping clothes that are too small. It's for it's it's for someone that's just only gonna make you feel bad. It's gonna make you feel big. If you have clothes that are too small for your size and you're trying to put them on regularly or like, you know, at some point continuously and they still don't fit just get rid of them. I know it's a really cute outfit. I know it's super cute. And if you could just fit in it, you would look so good. I hear you. But that garment wasn't made for you. The garment was not yours to have. Or at least it wasn't meant to be yours to have, I should put. Okay? So if it doesn't fit you, it doesn't matter because there are so many other items out there. And what you could always do if you're really fond of it is you could take a photo of it and have a seamstress make it for you. Seamstresses are not as expensive as you think they are. And remember, it's going to last because it was made for your body. It's just not worth it. Your self-esteem, your self-confidence, your value is worth so much more than that. You don't need to alter your body to fit into clothes. That is the biggest thing I want you to take away right now. Do you hear my seriousness and my tone? I just This stuff makes me so fucking pissed when I see people doing this. Not because I'm pissed at them, but because this is what society has taught us, especially as women. It makes me really mad. That's not the point, okay? It's not your responsibility. You are beautiful just as you are, my friend. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You are enough. You don't have to do anything to your body to look good. You are beautiful. It is not our responsibility. It is not any of our business. It doesn't belong anywhere on our goal list to alter our body so we can fit into a garment. That's bullshit. What we do is we alter the clothing to fit our body. 
That's how it works, my friend. That's how it works. Again, you are beautiful. You are enough and you are worthy of looking damn good. So don't start altering your body so you can fit into a garment. Get clothes that align with you. Get clothes that are made for your body. If it doesn't fit, get rid of it. If it is smaller, if it is bigger, and you want to like work on another project later, or if it's smaller and you are on a weight loss journey just because that's for your health or for whatever, great. You know, then keep it in there, you know, keep it in a hope ch- hope chest, keep it out of sight until you've come to that place. But do not keep it regularly hung up in your closet so that way you can remind yourself of something that you don't have. That's when it really hurts. Look at all those other beautiful pieces within your closet that love your attention, that love you, and that your buddy, your body loves wearing. Wear those clothes. Those clothes are meant for you. Those clothes express you. Those clothes are kind to you. Pay attention to the kind clothes. Don't pay attention to the clothes that hold you back emotionally. So the activity for this tip is I just I want to keep it really simple. I want you to go through your clothes and pull out anything that doesn't fit, too big or too small, okay? Either case. And if you're unsure, I want you to try it on. Remember, if you're bloated, try it on now. Perfect time, okay? Don't wait to do this until you've dieted a couple days or have de-bloated or whatever, okay? Just do it when you have some time and don't be hard on yourself, okay? In that, don't let yourself slip up allowing something that doesn't fit to remain in your closet. Just do it when you have when you have some time and be hard on yourself. And what I mean by that is don't let yourself slip up and allowing something that doesn't fit to remain in your closet. If you decided you wanted to keep it, like I said before, put it in a hope chest. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Tip number seven, know who you are dressing for. This is very much in tandem with tip number four, never compromise, conform, or settle. And tip number two, feel like you have nothing to wear, then stop shopping, okay? Um, so it's kind of all like really, all of this honestly is, is very much all combined, right? But knowing who you're dressing for is going to be super key and finding the right clothes for you. And I know we talked about this just a little bit earlier, so I won't get into it too, too much other than I think what to focus on in this space is what are the activities you actually do? (laughs) What is it that you spend your time doing? Or what do you want to spend your time doing more of? You know, if you want to hike more and you only have one hiking outfit, well, that's not going to help you hike more. You're going to have to wash those clothes very frequently, right? You're going to get sweaty. (laughs) So you're going to want to get more of those hiking clothes, that hiking aesthetic, those hiking tools. Remember, clothes are a tool. If you have seven pairs of workout leggings, specifically like that workout style, and you don't go to the gym or you're not working from home, right? And so you don't, they just kind of sit around and you just look at them every once in a while. Get rid of some of them. <laughs> get rid of some of them. You, you, you don't, you're not working out that much. It doesn't make any sense to have that. Remember when I said what, a smaller closet is a freeing closet? Absolutely. Okay. We don't want to be overwhelmed with choices. We don't want to be overwhelmed with the upkeep of taking care of such a big closet. It is a lot of work. It's a big responsibility. Okay. So know who you're dressing for. What's going to be really helpful in that is knowing what activities you actually want to do and actually do do. You know, are you, are you dressing for a busy mom? Are you an executive? Uh, Do you work from home as a freelancer? You know, who are you and what it is that you do? How often do you spend cooking? Do you like to change when you cook? Um, You know, and something else too is, do you have, do you have more than three pairs of pajamas? If you don't, go get more pajamas. I love matching sets. Oh my God. They're so fun. So fabulous. Polka dots. Ah, that's my jam. Um, you know, but what is it that you do and dress for that? And really that's going to help you take a long way. And so the majority of this tip is really going to be in the workbook because I think it's just kind of something active that you really need to like tune in and get to know better. So I mean, it's just so expansive, right? We could go into so many different levels. I could go into so many examples, but I feel like that's not really necessary and we've been here for a minute. So let's reward ourselves by making this a little bit shorter and letting the work in the workbook 
be our guide, okay? So to get you started on knowing who you are dressing for, right? I created a wheel of life in that workbook and I want you to color, highlight, arrow, mark off, whatever, um, you know, how much time you spend in various areas of your life. So first you'll make a list, right? And then you'll assign them to a circle that is evenly divided and then you'll note how often you do that thing. I'm explaining to you what the worksheet is so that way in case you don't want to download the worksheet, you know what to do. (laughs) But just figure out how much of what activities you do and that's going to really help you get to know who you're dressing for. With that masterclass, woo, a lot of that was in flow. A lot of me was just going for it. A lot of that was just some grilled cheese and tomato soup energy. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. So thanks so much for sticking with me. This one was shorter, thank goodness, because we did a lot of work within that previous masterclass. I really appreciate you guys being here. I'm so stoked for the first season of Magical Realness. Remember, we're going to start getting into the trifecta, and I'm going to give you specific ways that you can connect into that and really nourish that again, okay? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I so believe in you, my friend. I'm so happy you're here. Um, You know, on the website, we have articles. You can see our little vlogs, what we have on YouTube. We have podcasts. This isn't the only one. We have multiple podcasts, so go check those out. You can follow me at BlytheMitrals.com on Instagram. We also have BlytheMitrals podcasts on Instagram as well. So follow me there to get all the updates. I honestly, the best way to do it is to sign up for the newsletter but that's on you and what you want to do. I respect you and your inbox needs. And if you want more support and revamping your wardrobe and really aligning to who you are and expressing that, I would be so stinking stoked to work with you. Achieving wardrobe liberation is my wardrobe coaching program. And it's probably the one I get most excited for. I love all of my programs, but this one is so fucking fun. I love it. We heal through your wardrobe. We get really specific and I teach you a lot of elements about what it means to put together a wardrobe. Remember, I have a degree in costume design and I combine that with all of the elements of life coaching and I've put that together to bring you this wardrobe coaching program. It is so epic. Again, I would be honored to work with you. So if you're wanting more support in that Just reach out and we can make it happen. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I will leave it there because I'm a chatty bitch and I'll just keep on going and I'll keep on moving. I really appreciate you and until next time, I'll talk to you then. 